Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Hi, Issa. This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, High School Musical 3. Wait, does it have like a subtitle? Senior year. (laughs) But first, Jane, I have an exciting uh, teen-related anecdote for you that came from Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving, Jane? It was really, really nice. And then there was like a lot of driving, but the Thanksgiving was so nice. I love Thanksgiving. Tell us my, your story. My impression is that you were in a car like 60% of the time. Um, I also had a great Thanksgiving. Spent it with my in-laws, as I usually do. Um, got a cold and a fever and had a fever dream about kissing Timothy Chalamet and um, woke up and apologized profusely to Nate, to which he was like, it's okay (laughs) like but like because it's like timmy he's like yeah it's fine like that seems understandable um are you attracted to him no okay see that then that's like really but he's like such a big star i think that's what he meant he's like you know he's a tier he's like in your he's in the peripheral of everyone's vision because he's just around so of course he's gonna sneak into your subconscious um okay this is an anecdote i was hanging out with my in-laws my mom-in-law my brother-in-law and his wife and i was being fun and asking fun questions and something i (laughs) default to sometimes is asking some of the questions we've asked in this pod and i was like asking people who their first crush was got some fun stories like how um my brother-in-law's wife um she she had like a bff that kind of looked like her and like they basically just like trade it they like had a roster of crushes and they would just sort of like alternate which ones they had a crush on and then when they had the crush on the same person they would be like oh no and like switch one of them would switch um but and i i know the story of like my own husband's first crush but like i was asking his twin um who was your first crush and he was like hmm first crush i can't really remember and i was like you know like did you like have like a middle school girlfriend that you like held hands with and he was like, yeah, I, like, dated people in middle school. And everyone was like, okay. And then I was like, okay, well, what about someone that, like, you had a crush on them and, like, you, they were at another, like, you couldn't date them. Like, you, there was a reason you couldn't date them. And he was like, there was just no reason I couldn't date them. I would just date them. And I was like, holy shit. And I was like, okay, well, what if they were, like, at another school or, like, they had a boyfriend and so, like, you couldn't date them. And he was like, he thought about it and then he was like, it didn't really stop me. And I was like, oh my God. holy shit. He's the alpha. Is he the alpha? I think he's what you talked about in the last episode of just like the guy who dates everyone. Mm. You know? But they all said yes. Unlike people to Yusong. Yeah. Sorry, Yusong. Well, maybe Yusong can learn something. Appar- apparently nothing nothing should stop you from just dating everyone. Um, Jane, do you are you attracted to Timothy Chalamet? No, forgot to ask. He's just like so small and young, and and small I don't know. and young. Um, I was gonna ask you, um, if you've ever had a dream where you kissed a celebrity. Definitely. The only thing that's coming to mind is I had a dream that I hugged Drake, and I also had a dream <laughs> that Drake. Okay, you know how on a roller coaster there's a thing that like goes goes over your chest, sort of, or like over your belly. Mm-hmm. I had a dream that instead of that, it was just Drake holding me. But were you still on a roller coaster? coaster? Yeah. <gasps> Honestly, they should 
just paint the roller coaster so that it looks like that and then people can take their picks. My feelings towards Drake I would do that. have soured uh, over the last few years, but I used to think, like, he used to be someone who looked like a nice hug, a nice hugger. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think that he is now. Potentially, yeah. pivotally, when he changed his facial hair. Um, I The first, like, celebrity kissing dream that I can remember is that I was watching Lost all the time when I was in, like, middle school and high school, and... Um, had a big crush on Sawyer from Lost, who's just, like, the blondest, most conventionally attractive person on it. And I had, like, maybe my first sex dream of my life, potentially. Um, But we were also, like, in Lost, so, like, there was danger, you know? Mm, that's very yeah. sexy. Yeah, I also, guess. Also, no prophylactics. In the show, he does fuck someone, like, in a cage. Like, they're, like, it's a dire situation. That's very like, hot, they're, but wait. They're, like, in a cage. How do they like, ensure safety? Re, in what no manner? pregnancy no pregnancy i guess his pull-out game is just like that oh god <laughs> in a cage on wow. the island wait how cage. are they in a cage okay you should watch last okay do okay. you want to introduce our guest i do kason is a poet musician and the number one fan of under the bleachers you can read his <laughs> fanfics for she-ra and the princess of power princesses of power at archive of your own our own hi kason this is correct hi how are you <laughs> Hi, Kaysen. Thank you for coming back. Even though Jane like totally disrespected um, your intro, your bio. You know what? It's totally fine. I'm very honored to be back here. Absolutely ecstatic to be here. We're very happy to have you. Okay, since it's your second time on the show, um, your question is: What type of teen did you want to be? I think I wanted to be. And I tried to be this teen, and I think I ex- I succeeded in like in in fleeting moments. But I definitely wanted to be like the rock star teen, like the guy who was in the band that mm. everyone went and saw. You know, like the really cool. And there was a there was a a guy I knew in my junior year who was a senior when I was a junior, and his name was Olin, and he was the rock star teen. Like he was extremely cool. I like sorry, one- Olin. Olin. Okay. Yep. O-L-A-N. Olin. Jen is also frowning. Where is Olin now, though? I don't know. I don't, more I, of a rock star? I don't know where Olin is now. He he came from, like, a whole, like, music family. Like, they were all of rock course. stars. He's not on this podcast. Okay. Yeah, that's a good he's, point. He's not in a church choir. Yeah, that's a really good True. point. Actually, he could be. I don't know. <laughs> but he, he, uh, he was really cool, and I wanted to be him, basically. So uh, I was in a rock band in high school, and I did, like aspire to be that cool I think I was still known as like a choir teen that's how people Mm. knew me I don't think I was ever the rock star teen but um somebody did like senior year at one point approach me and be like hey you're in that band right and I was like yes wow I am in that band yeah 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 okay what did you play in the rock band and what was the song that made you feel coolest that you guys played okay I played guitar and I also sang um wow. and were I, you lead guitar or were you like i was lead guitar like, i was okay. lead guitar okay um and the coolest song i we played was we covered uh i bet you look good on the dance floor by the arctic monkeys okay okay and it was extremely okay. cool and uh yeah speaking of which <laughs> listeners in burlington vermont oh just kidding i can't i can't promote this because the show will come out later i am playing guitar and singing this week though <laughs> what wow yeah. Wait, what, you are what show a rock it? star yeah uh it's a it's gonna be a show at radio bean it's like a it's oh like a, yeah i'm really excited but 
That's so cool. Well, the thing is, if they can't make this show, there's gonna there's gonna be a next one. Yeah. So keep her eyes peeled for Kason on the guitar. Wow. Okay. I uh, I can see what you mean by like, because I feel like if you play an Arctic Monkey song, you have to be like British and or dirty. Mm. Um. Right. Yes. To like come off as like a grown up. Here's the thing. So you are British. Is that I'm not. <laughs> I'm not British, but you said dirty, and I just want to—I just want to point this out. You said dirty. Right? I grew up in Utah. Remember, once again, <laughs> all my friends were very Mormon, so including all my friends in the rock band with me. In the song, I'm gonna—I'm gonna completely embarrass my friend Ty if he's listening oh, to this no. podcast. Okay. <laughs> so we changed the lyrics to "I bet you look good on the dance floor" to be cleaner because they were too dirty. Wow, give us some hits. Give us some hits you had to change. The the song does not swear, but there is a line where the song says, um, dirty dance floors and dreams of naughtiness, right? So it's like, I'm so sorry. This is is, is reality. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) I love We changed that line. Uh, Well, Ty insisted that we change that line to, this is really embarrassing. Squeaky clean dance floors and dreams of righteousness. So, (laughs) (laughs) I really like dreams of righteousness. Actually, that fits pretty well, though. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, where is Ty now? He lives in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, doesn't sound very Mormon to me. He's still clean. He's still squeaky clean. I didn't know Mormons were allowed to live in Nashville. (laughs) Yes. They're supposed it's to live all over. That's the rules, point, yeah. Jean. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay, Kaysen, did have you ever had a dream about a celebrity where you were kissing a celebrity? Oh, uh, yes. Maybe also embarrassing. When I was like, <laughs> uh, okay, I I loved this is this is really bad because he's he's like super canceled. He's really bad now, or maybe yeah. depending. Yeah. I was a big fan of Will Smith in like. Uh, <laughs> Totally not what I thought. Never would have guessed that. In like when I was like in seventh, seventh, eighth grade ish, like I, I thought he was like he was the biggest movie star in the world. Like he he was unstoppable. I loved the movie like I Am Legend. So I definitely had a dream where like me wow. and Will hung out a bunch. And That's so I, cute. I, yeah. He's only sort of canceled, right? But you're attracted to him in I Am Legend. That's so interesting to me. <laughs> also, that movie is so scary. It is and sad because the dog dies. I don't mind saying that spoiler because people should be people should be aware. Wait, is that the one where he watches Shrek? Yes, I think. Does he watch? Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's seen it like a million times because it's the apocalypse, and yeah. Okay, speaking of seeing it a million times, ha 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 ha. Um, how? What's your relationship with this movie, Kason? Okay, this is gonna sound wild because, as we established last time. High School Musical 2 was like a, a large part of my teen years. I have not seen, I had not seen High School Musical 3 until this Whoa. year. The first time I saw it was earlier this year in March at the insistence of my friends who were like, how have you never seen this movie? Um, and oh, I thought you were going to be like at Jane's insistence. <laughs> no, I was going to say good friends. You got some good friends. I do have good friends. Yeah. Shout out to Julie, Nina, and Emily who insisted I watch High School Musical 3. Um. I, yeah, so I'd never seen it before. Um, and I, I think that it's hard for me to come back to the, like the high school musical vibe. So, so, so many years later. And I think I yeah. texted Jane after I watched it and was like, I don't think, I don't think it's as good as the other ones. And Jane's like, 
but it's it's it was in theaters <laughs> <laughs> that's my reasoning yeah i know this is jane's favorite jane talk about why this one is your like it's my favorite this is your hsm one this is big budget theater hollywood high school musical three I think partly because I don't have like nostalgia for the Disney Channel because I just didn't have it and didn't watch it. So there's that. And then I think this one rocks like the choreography is incredible. However, uh, the last time I watched it, I made Adrian watch it and I was like, no, no, this one's good. <laughs> and she was not <laughs> impressed. Did um did you watch it in theaters? No, no, no. Oh, okay, I don't even I thought, remember. I, th- okay, I, don't know. I don't remember the timeline. Um. Do you believe you have a stronger relationship with this movie or with the movie Hairspray, which came out a year apart? Oh my god, that's a great question. I think I choose Hairspray just because I saw that one in theaters and dressed up. Oh, okay, up. okay. Oh yeah, I don't think I even knew... Well, this one probably didn't make it to theaters outside the US, but I would have gone to see this in theaters if I were in the US, for sure. <laughs> Did you watch it uh, an illegally downloaded version Yes, I I watched it pirated before it was like actually showing on TV, and then I watched it on TV again. Um, I also remember watching it a lot. A lot of times, like, our choir teacher would, like, peace out, and then we would just have to, like, watch movies in the choir room. And usually, um, the the number one, like, choir teacher is gone, just watch a free, watch a movie in the choir room. The number one movie everybody requested as a group was Drumline, because there's something for everyone <laughs> of all genders in the movie Drumline, of all genders and musical interests. <laughs> um... And, like, I'm okay with that choice, and, like, I have a very strong relationship with the movie Drumline, although I don't think it's a teen movie. However, when this movie came out, that disrupted the balance, and so people started requesting this instead in the choir room for free period, and then there was, like, a war between, like, should we watch Drumline or this? And I remember, like, fighting with my theater friend about it. Okay. Why are you so confused? Because how many times are you watching Drumline? Okay, clearly you don't have a strong relationship with the movie But, like, why do you... Why do you need to keep well, watching Well, it doesn't happen like that often. Didn't you ever like watch Shrek in Spanish class? In no. Spanish? Shrek in Spanish? No, I <laughs> watched like... Selena. I watched Selena in okay, Spanish Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, you have like a Spanish class. Mo- it's like that vibe where it's like, it maybe happens like a couple times a year, but like, it's always like a nice treat. I want to watch Shrek in Spanish. That sounds fun. <laughs> it literally rocks because you like, your childhood brain like knows, knows the jokes. Knows what it is. That's yeah, how it, I so have Harry like, Potter yeah. in French. I have the first Harry Potter book in French, and like I can read that <laughs> shit just because like I know Harry Potter. Oh, I thought you meant the movie. That would be so funny. Okay, okay. We need to watch Harry Potter in Spanish. Okay. Um, so all of us have a strong relationship to this movie. Well, Kaysen strong being like strong first impression. Um, I also remember that when this movie was coming out, like there was some buzz about Vanessa Hudgens because she had a um she had her nude photos leaked by someone. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. I can't believe and so this like, is, that's the same time. Wow. I know. People were like, "Oh, she might get dropped from the movie." And I was like, "Don't be no. an idiot." Like even at that age, I was like, "Don't be stupid. Like they're not going to drop her." <laughs> um, but apparently the Walt Disney Company statement says, "We hope she's learned a valuable lesson," which oh, sucks. God. That like directly <laughs> It, like, directly blames her. Yeah. Vanessa has apologized for what was obviously a lapse in judgment. We hope she's learned a valuable lesson. That's insane. That's awful. That's Kaysen, insane. Did what? did the nude photo uh, gate, did that affect you? Did you know about it? Did you care about yeah, it? Yeah, did Mormons know? I don't think I knew about it. I don't think oh I knew about it. Um, I mean, I know, I know, I, I think I, I learned about it later, like, in retrospect, 
in like a Vanessa Hudgens retrospective that I think I read on like Wikipedia or something. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's no story. She was just like dating someone, and yeah. Was it Zac Efron or sexting someone? No, I think I think this was after their relationship. I don't think they were dating anymore. <gasps> I remember yeah. seeing the photos. So shame on me, and I found them very tasteful. And obviously, whoever whoever oh, leaves them is, is to, to be blamed and to be to be quartered. What's it called? Okay, when drawn and quartered. Drawn okay. and quartered. I know you were struggling. Um, <laughs> Zach Efron also had some drama leading up to it because apparently he was trying to negotiate a raise, which makes sense. I mean, you don't call it a raise when it's three separate movies, but you know what I mean. But makes sense. Um, and he asked for five million, and they gave him like three. So okay, he deserved um, five million. Actually, it's kind of funny. I feel like nowadays five million would be no question for this, but maybe yes. I just don't know my I don't know my Hollywood business. Stuff. Well, also, I don't know if they just, like, make any musicals. Like, this was still the, still even, like, even after Hairspray, they were still, like, will a Hollywood movie, like, sell in theaters? Or, sorry, will a musical movie sell in theaters? Um, So I can imagine, I don't know. But but I agree. I think, like, he is, I, I would actually maybe say he's at his peak in this movie. <laughs> of all time? Like, I I just, like, I think he's the most attractive I've seen him. And I think that he, I sorry, in any of the High School Musical movies, in any of the musical movies he's done, and while I don't think his singing probably improved, I do think, like, he sort of leans into being, like, silly with his acting in a way that, like, I don't know, it's kind of, like, he's an adult in it. I'm, like, very proud of him. Like, I feel like his mom, you know? Jason, when do you think Zac Efron peaked? Or has he peaked? Uh, I mean... If we're just going off the High School Musical films, I do think Issa's right. I think that he is the hottest he is in this movie. But if we're going off of his entire career, he definitely peaked in that one, like, gloop TV show he did on Netflix. That's not great. Gloop? Very- <laughs> what what are you talking about? He, he, did a, he did a television show where he, like, travels around the world. Like, he goes to Iceland and he goes to... <gasps> brazil oh my gosh i totally know what you're talking about it's like his own version of bear grills or something yeah he goes to all these places and he's like i'm gonna teach you how to like be healthy by like milking goats and drinking their and like the show is absolutely like scientifically bonkers or so i've heard you've seen it i I, I, I watch it because he's so good looking in that show Is it called Down to Earth? With yes, Black Efron? Efron. We might this need to. We might need to do some research. Yeah, we might need to do some research. I mean, like I fully so, like I know that his surgery was a life saving surgery, but I don't know. Yeah, do you want to tell the story of the surgery for the listeners? I don't. I don't know it in details, but I think he got into a really serious accident. I, was it filming or was it in a car? It was a car. It really, really, really serious, and they had to like you know wire all his face and all the stuff, so he looks a little different. Yeah, but I think it's both, right? It's like, oh, you got into a previous surgery, and while we're in there, you know. No, I think it was like fully. I think it was like fully because like he looked that he looks great. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like as they were rebuilding him, they were probably like, oh, and do you want like any? They were like, do you maybe want to play Superman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, how how high do you want your odds to be to play <laughs> Superman within the next ten years? Okay, another thing about this movie is that production returned to Utah, but Disney was like being a little like tease about it, and until Utah gave them a two million dollar tax break incentive, which is the largest Utah has ever given to a movie. Um, so <laughs> then they returned to Utah. Uh, fuck Disney, dude. Anyway, um, I would also say that uh. The movie was originally supposed to be a Halloween-themed haunted high school musical. No. And then they decided not to do it. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, I need more information on that. Huh? 
there's no other information. I would guess that it means like they plan to make four movies instead of three. Mm. Um, but there's no other information other than that. Like the I article, have to see that the article click just leads you to the exact same sentence. Essentially, that would have been a much better movie. I I would have preferred oh. the Halloween <laughs> High School Musical. I mean, I would be fine with, like, a retroactive, like, go back and do scenes from high school music, you know, like, do the Halloween episode, do the Christmas special, do, um, what are, what other, do, uh, take the SATs, I don't know, (laughs) what are other virginity, events, yeah, abortion, etc. I think the only, like, horror, horror musical I'm even aware of, well, that, that I can think of, the top Rocky. of is the Rocky Horror Picture Show, right? Which is like yeah. absolutely I guess iconic. Little Shop, Little Shop is like silly. It is scary for children. I went to see that with my theater camp, and my theater camp was like a very wide range of ages, like six to sixteen or whatever. And the children cried; they were very upset. Oh, oh wait, also, you know what's really funny? They also got really upset at Gypsy and the fact that there was like a stripper. <laughs> There were some Wait, children the children that, got upset? Yeah, they were like... Oh, that's they really were, funny. They were up in arms about the naked woman. Wait, the children? Yes, the children. I guess, like, I guess, like, um, I was gonna say, like, sexy women did freak me out at, like, a certain age. Like, when women are doing, like, cabaret vibes, you're like, whoa, that's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> the eyeliner alone. Um, okay, uh, I think we should... Should we jump right into it? Yes. Okay. Okay, after an encouraging speech from Troy, the Wildcats win the final game of the season. At the celebration, Troy and Gabriella talk about college and not wanting to be far from each other. When there are a few signups for the musical, Sharpay suggests a one-woman show. Kelsey quickly signs up everyone in homeroom. Gabrielle convinces... Wait, is it Gabriella? Convinces Troy, who convinces everyone else to participate. Miss Darbus announces that the show will focus on the future of the graduating seniors and reveals that Sharpay, Ryan, Kelsey, and Troy have all been considered for a scholarship at Juilliard, but only one will be chosen. Troy is confused since he hadn't applied. Desperate to win, Sharpay gets Ryan to try to persuade Kelsey to give them a song. She also befriends slash hires Tierra Gold, a British transfer student, as her assistant. That is a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. There's so much there. But I, 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 I do want to point out just the absolutely, like, iconic opening where, like, the three in the High School Musical 3 lights get, like, shaken through Troy's hair as it, like, opens with him just, like, it's it's so it's it's cinema it's great <laughs> this is the budget this is the big big budget they cinema. were like we they have money to throw at the wall they're like let's put it through his hair also we immediately get so much intense zach efron face like just first of all he's sweating and then he's just like he's so wet he's really wet he's he's just deeply focused on basketball and singing i actually really like the first song i i especially love the sort of background slash like like mundane noises that are worked into the song like the coach going let's go boys and someone <laughs> saying hoops i love that i i also like this song i think like i in general when i watch this scene i get serotonin because i think i remember watching it for the first time and being like oh my god they have like such a big budget for this movie it's gonna be great so it's like just that alone you're like wow zach efron in hd and like he looks so good like that um however my husband was not impressed like he said the boxing out was very bad there were some things that should have been called as like flagrant fouls specifically some pretty blatant taunting also he said that if it was a 
championship game, it should be played at a neutral location and not at East High, um, which I agree with. So not a good basketball movie. However, I do know that Corbin Blue is apparently way better than Zac Efron at basketball, and they had to film a lot of they had to use a double up a, a body double for a lot of Zac Efron's basketball. Like he was so terrible that like they couldn't even teach him. Aww. he's then, he's musical over sports. Yeah. I would say about the basketball, it's not clear to me that it is a championship game. Do they say that? They just say it's the last game. I think maybe they say, well, you're right. Like, they might not even be in, like, a good basketball league. Like, this could be, like, the lowest stakes imaginable. But everybody's just there watching because he's so hot. Like, that could totally be the case. They do win a trophy, like a large trophy at the end. It is big. Also, what really brings the song down is Vanessa Hudgens standing up out of the crowd and going, yeah her lovely her lovely little voice right like you you were waiting for it you missed it i do like that scene where everybody in the audience puts up like a i don't know a a poster board program you don't have like programs or playbills at a basketball game it's fully just a piece of cardboard they just (laughs) use cardboard that's painted a color and then she stands up okay i have a question for both of you has love ever helped you be good at sports no, I no, I, I I don't think so. No. <laughs> okay, because an important plot point is that she makes him stronger, and then he is good at sports. But I will I will point out that uh, this so very iconic Vanessa Hudgens is in white. She stands up. The spotlight's on her. He like she like makes him be good at at sports. I, I believe that this is a cinematic reference to another another sports movie called oh. the natural have you guys ever seen the natural before no okay so 80s baseball movie um there's a it's like um he has like a like a like a girlfriend that he's dating when he's young and then he breaks up with her and like starts dating like all these other women and later in the movie his like true young love like stands up in the stands when he's like not doing very well and he like sees her and then he's like oh and then he's all of a sudden really good at baseball oh my god uh, I wow love that. that's for the dads there's a there's a there's a few things for the dads in this movie oh i thought you were gonna be like there's a few dads who like watch who listen to this podcast is this the natural star dennis Maybe. quaid because the only sports movie i know stars dennis quaid no it's it's a robert redford oh okay yeah, what's oh, the dennis hot. quaid thing where he pitches really fast do you know oh yeah that's uh the rookie Okay, cool. I've seen I've a seen lot of movie. baseball movies. <laughs> Do you like baseball? Do you like baseball? I love baseball. Baseball's my favorite sport. Wow. Okay, sorry. What were we talking about? Um, um, we were just talking about high-budget things. Vanessa Hudgens being really bad at singing forever. It's funny you say that Zac Efron's singing is the same because I what I heard is that he had a lot of help, a lot of assistance in the first movie, definitely in the second movie, with like another guy singing for him and that he like got we- he weaned off. And so maybe there's like more of his voice in this one. Um, Taylor, why is she wearing ties? Does she wear ties in the other movie movies? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hate will, them. I will say yes. She's supposed to be girl boss, which is funny because I don't think girl boss concept like existed for me at that age. But like now I look back and I'm like, they were sort of trying to make her like girl boss like Hillary Clinton, but like it's not that time yet, and she just ends up looking bad. Like and she also looks old. She looks bad in those clothes. Like, I feel bad for her. Um, I would be really mad if somebody signed me up to a different extracurricular. <laughs> I'd be really mad. Like, that's the folk. The, the premise of this movie is that somebody signs you up for an extracurricular without your consent. 
And it's also like, aren't there other people? I did have some context questions because when you're seeing the big dance numbers, there's like a lot of people, but then they're always in the same class. And then, and then they're the only ones in the musical. It's very confusing to me. Um, but I do want to say, I really like, I want it all. It was, it's a standout for me. The choreography, speaking of all of the people in the cafeteria is killer. I like the Fosse. I think that's an allusion to Chicago. (laughs) Um, and then there's like a rotating circle thing where (laughs) they like, they like go from door to door and I, Sharpay, Ashley Tisdale, she's the star for me. I do. I do really like, I want it all. I think it's a good scene. Um, Something funny that I noticed this time was, like, she keeps having fantasies where the classmates are, like, subservient to her. Like, Kelsey is, like, her taxi driver. And then, like, inexplicably, like, Gabriella is, like, a hot French maid. That's for dad. <laughs> like, That's her- another thing for daddy. <laughs> and for Janie. She looks so good. She really looks so pretty. She looks so good. I will say that, like, a lot of Gabriella's outfits here, which I would term as, like, cottage core plus heels, <laughs> are, like things i then tried to wear in like between like 2008 to 2010 i had the same note and i never looked good in them case were you gonna say you also wore that <laughs> yeah i no I, I, cottage core <laughs> i was gonna say that uh i do think that vanessa hudgens best acting in the entire film is her like couple seconds when she's a when she's like a french maid with that <laughs> where she's like it's oprah again yeah she is she is really fun in it like maybe she should do like comedy I think that that is her, like, because I think Vanessa Hudgens' best work is in her, is in Grease Live, where she also yes, has, has an attitude. Like, I think that's her best, that's her best look. Have yeah, you, I think maybe she should do, like, yeah, go ahead, Jane. Okay, you just mentioned Grease Live. Okay. The last time we recorded, had you seen it? Yes. Because I, I, oh, okay. We watched it with you in November. Oh. Yeah, remember? We watched- <laughs> <laughs> I know that I peer pressured you into, and many others into watching Grease Live. And you succumbed. I did. <laughs> Wait, but I had seen Grease Live before I met you. No. Yes. No. <laughs> maybe you just thought it was bad. Maybe you'd seen it and you thought it was bad, which is wrong. No, maybe I'm thinking of Hairspray Live. You are. I remember you telling me, you were like, watch Hairspray, it has Ariana. And I did, and I was like, this is not nearly as good as Grease Live. <laughs> wow. I like how you're like, no. Okay, <laughs> I had a question. Um, Speaking of Sharpay, um... I know that all of us were somewhat theater interested uh, as teens. So I was going to ask, who was the best actor at your high school? Oh, uh, okay. So there was... You can pick two if you want. The best actor was this one kid who was extremely... He was good at everything. He was a really, really good singer. He was a really good actor. He was a really good person. His name was Madison. Um, What? was he hot? He was hot. Yeah, he was. He was good looking. He was basically. He was. He was. He was basically perfect. He was really good at everything. He was, and he was. And the thing was, is that he was so nice. Like you wanted. You wanted to be like, how can anyone be so good at anything? And you wanted to dislike him, but then as soon as you you talked to him, you're like, oh, he's just an absolute angel. But there was somebody who was very much like Sharpay at my high school too, who mm. was like, wanted. She she wanted to be the star of every musical. Um, and she, I don't, I don't know if she ever actually got a lead role, which is really unfortunate. Oh no! Wow, that's sad. But she her. wasn't good. Yeah, oh, was she, she, like she was bad. Enough to be like supporting actress, but she was never like. Damn. Was Damn. she mean though? Because it sounds like that's what matters most in life. I don't think she she wasn't mean, but she was like the drama kid. You know, like she was definitely like the person who everyone else 
like knew as the person who did drama. I know we had a person like that that would like always audition for leads and like choir solos and stuff and she would just like not get in and like she would like try to talk to other people about it and like no one wanted to I don't know it was just so awkward. Okay, it's Jane. hard. Sometimes people yeah, it's aren't really hard. Talented. It's really sad. It's really sad. It's really sad. Um, um Jane, do you have let's talk about the talented people. I guess the sort of obvious answer is a person named Olivia Valley who is like a Broadway person now. She was the understudy for the Wicked Tour and like she's she she's like doing it. Like she's a star. I, I see I see great things in her future. Um was there a male uh uh what am i trying to say co-star no equivalent absolutely not there was we had the classic problem of just fewer men less talented men there was however another female actor slash singer named rachel and like there was like a little drama just because olivia came in and she just like she just like wiped the stage with her not really they were both very talented but um yeah check her out folks what about no, you, one of them's on, one of them's on broadway and one of them's not huh yeah sorry that's how it goes <laughs> um, <laughs> um so i didn't so uh at my co-ed school we had a pretty good theater program in that there were a lot of people who were like reasonably talented who loved theater who were also probably choir kids and so like there was just like a good friend group who all kind of did theater i would say that like i really hope no one from my school is is listening to this because like i would say that the the people who got casted like as leads were usually casted that way because of type because everyone was like a similar level that like cast someone pretty i don't know like it it sucked um but i think like the person that comes to mind um for like best actress of my heart her name is phoebe she like she was a uh, british american um <gasps> she like did this really cool play like one one act play um where like I forget the name of the play, but it's this play where like it's a three couples that like come together to have lunch and like they all like freak out at their husband. Like they're all like having marital problems that are unfolded in the play. Sounds like just, my Wednesday. She was just so good. <laughs> she was just so good. She has like an iconic scene in it. Um but she also was like the kind of person that like even at the age of like fifteen, she was like mature, you know, like she was like a woman. That really and so, like, helps for stage presence. It helps for something. Children. It helps for like, oh, I'm a I'm a married couple having problems, but it doesn't help to be like the Belle in Beauty and the Beast or like, you know, so she just like didn't get I don't know. I, I feel sad about it. And then like unfortunately, I think like one of the best like actors in terms of like comedy and like character acting was like my like evil ex who was like who we had a terrible breakup, but I thought he was like very good. He did um Who's the, like, shitty perverted dad in My Fair Lady who sings I'm Getting Married in the Morning? Anyway, he was very, very good, very funny, couldn't really sing, great actor. Um, We'll give him his flowers there, you know? Wow. I can I can do that, yeah. And you he dated was... him. Did yeah, you live, I mean... Did you live in his shadow and that, that caused the breakup? No, I didn't really want to act when I was in high school. I was too scared to act. I just wanted to sing stuff. So. I can't really see you I was just living in a shadow. <laughs> you're, we the, did, um, you're the flower your partner's the rock <laughs> <laughs> flower and i don't think it's flower and rock um <laughs> I wait <laughs> i think it's flower and gardener oh. and then it's something <laughs> wait, else there's, there's rock and star or something like that i forget whatever there's no opposite of a rock um <laughs> i was gonna say we did like do a lot of like trying to kiss like in the green room or like after the show and like people would like find us and then also a funny um 
memory from that time in my life was like he was in shows and like everybody had to wear stage makeup and he was like put eyeliner on me and I was like I don't know how to put it on another person (laughs) which is like just because you can put it on yourself doesn't mean you know how to put it on another person that's so true everyone take note he's so progressive for wanting eyeliner I know I guess he was just like really into his art (laughs) here's my other hot take I think that they should have cast a woman who's not taller than Sharpay to play um this British girl Interesting. I don't like, like her. Immediately hotter. Oh, Kason, what do you think of? Is her name Tierra? Tierra. The Brit- What do you think of the British girl? Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, my impression of every of all the like younger generation kids, so like Rocket Man, the British girl. Uh, I think that they were attempting to set up like Gen Two, like another High School Musical generation, and I don't absolutely like. It seems to me like this is character development for future installments that they did they and ne- never ended up making and i don't i don't like it <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm upset about it the whole movie <laughs> yeah, i think no you're like them. exactly right and i feel like the characters are bad and the casting is bad it was sort of just like a, a womp womp to me like none of them are as charming as as zach efron or whatever and or just they just don't they they didn't do it for me yeah i think i think it was a failure also i do want to point out that like I have a lot to say about Sharpay in this film, actually, because I feel like she has more... She has an arc. She has an arc in this movie. She also, like... Because Sharpay is often, like... Well, her characterization is that she's the person who gets... who Everything's always about her. She wanted to do a one-man... A one-woman show. She wanted to, you know... She's, like, the popular girl that everyone loves. And the whole world should revolve around her. But if you look at, like, the material reality... The world revolves around Troy. <laughs> Troy gets everything he wants. Um, yeah, look at the material reality. And <laughs> like a true. Sorry. Because Troy gets he Sorry, gets a, truly he gets, a socialist pod. <laughs> he gets a Juilliard uh, offer. He gets um, you know, he basically can go to any college he wants. He the the musical is really about him and Gabriella, or like that's the he's the star of the show. So like I feel like I understand Sharpay's uh frustrations i guess totally by this movie i'm like yeah like your entire high school experience has basically been about gabriella and troy which is not that's fair it's not what you wanted especially if like she was doing theater since middle school and so she was like i can't wait for high school where i'll like be able to do high school musicals and it falls into troy's lap and that totally is a thing of the person who wants it so bad and tries so hard and doesn't get it and then there's just the Troy Bolton who just like waltzes in and everyone's obsessed with him. And then Vanessa Hudgens, who can't even sing at all. So what's yeah, funny is that there pissed. was never there. Well, they kind of played it up in high school musical too, but there was never a situation where there, there maybe would have been like Vanessa cast and then uh, Ryan cast. Cause he's like very good. Like it was always like Sharpay and Ryan together or like Ryan not casted, <laughs> like mm-hmm. which sucks. Um, and it's also like very cute and like childish for her to fantasize about, her and Ryan doing shows together growing up because it's like you're not gonna like go to Broadway and like both be in the show as leads because then you'd have to kiss <laughs> although maybe, maybe she's like fine with it I don't know <gasps> that's a really good point yeah it's really cute and it like reveals that she's just like a child who doesn't actually know anything about Broadway yeah, like is... all of us <laughs> is a sympathetic character in this movie <laughs> Yeah, maybe they just like they were like, you know what? People love Sharpay. Like, let's give her an arc. Okay, it let's sounded move on. like oh, just one last comment because at the end they're like she's gonna lead the the department or whatever. So it sounds like she was gonna stick around. I wonder 
what Ashley Tisdale has to say about that. Okay, on the rooftop, Troy asks Gabriella to prom and she teaches him how to dance. Troy pranks the freshman basketball players and they run through the school in only towels. Taylor refuses Chad's lame prom proposal. Later, Chad asks in front of everyone and she says yes. Annoying freshman basketball player Rocket Man and assistant Tiara get made understudies. Ryan asks Kelsey to prom while Troy and Chad reminisce about their past in Riley's auto parts. Tara learns Gabriella has been accepted into the Stanford Freshman Honors Program, which starts in two weeks. She informs Sharpay, who in turn informs Troy and convinces him that he is the only thing keeping Gabriella from going. Gabriella is unsure about leaving, but Troy says she needs to go. She leaves the next day. Wow. Okay. How do we feel about the chasing the kids through the school in the town. In the, because I was very, unco- like, okay, maybe this is- pu- Hazing, like, hazing. Is yeah, I was like really uncomfortable with how it was depicted. I was like, this is actually really not cool at all. And like, and the, and the, and the scene, that, and the, the part that really got me was when he, he runs them on stage in towels and then Gav- and Gabriella goes, yearbook opportunity. I'm like, you absolutely <gasps> should not put these- men in towels in the yearbook like against their will like I was definitely I was I was upset at Troy I was like Troy you're better than that you're crazy wildcat I agree (laughs) I agree so this this prank is painted as as very like lighthearted, but it's extremely cruel um and yes you shouldn't take pictures of naked minors and put them in the yearbook and what also uh shocked me is that the kids in the towels got in trouble Miss Darbus was like you guys are in trouble you have to do the lighting or whatever and i was like this is not their fault again just like how vanessa hudgens was not and should not have been in trouble for her nude photos like these children should not have been trouble for their clothing being taken away from them i agree i I found that cruel i think miss darbus is just supposed to like try to find ways to trick people into being in the show um I am maybe like a toxic person because I didn't find it that mean because I because I'm really desensitized to hazing, unfortunately, because of like a terrible school I went to. Um, But I did I did kind of like that. I don't know. I I was trying to figure out. I, I think you're right that they were trying to make these two young kids like the next generation or whatever. And I was like, how are they going to make that work with like, are they supposed to play basketball? Like that guy doesn't play basketball, right? Or no, he does, because he was on the bench and then he made the last shot. But he has a skateboard also or something, right? He has, like, many costumes. Yeah, I think Rocket that's Man. part of the problem is that he's not well... He's, he is vague and he's he's just not well, like... He's not clear. Because you're right. Yeah. He seems like this nerd. He seems like a loser. And yet, he's the basketball player. So you're like, what's happening there? Yeah, or if he's, if he's supposed to be, like... Uh, maybe he's trying to be like Friday Night Lights, like skinny young athlete who like hasn't really come into his own yet. Like do that. I don't know. Like they they were confused. Um, I did say that. Uh, can I have this dance? Is good. I think that this is like one of the scenes in the movie where I'm like, I really like that they shoot some of the environments almost like a stage, and then they obviously have the ones like the prom scene where um they're shooting stuff that's on a rotating stage, but then they also have like. Like the treehouse in the first scene and then can I have the stance where it's like they're not on a stage but they're doing like movie making that's like being meta and like cute and like they actually thought about it. Um, But my, my main comment watching this now as an adult is that they don't kiss that much. These two. I know. At least but they do kiss. They really don't kiss a lot though. But remember like, we only got our first kiss at the end of the last movie. I know but like 
I can understand being like, okay, maybe you should wait a little bit until the first kiss, like, if you're, like, really, really ultra conservative. But then, like, after that, you can have little, like, smooches, you know? I feel like they're trying to tease us because he comes and visits her in her bedroom and then he, she and like kiss, kisses her on the cheek and that's it. And there's another he time he feeds her almost... a damn strawberry, and I'm like, that's sexual. Okay, this is where I will ask. Where there's so much in this section, but I'll ask this question. Please fill in the blank. What's a picnic without? Wait, what does he say? Chocolate strawberry. strawberries, <laughs> which is not yeah. correct. Which is yeah, far from correct. correct. Um, it's a picnic without pie. I think pie is an essential picnic food. Wow, I've never eaten a pie at a picnic. Oh, really? Oh, no. <laughs> Mine was cheese and crackers. That's a good one. Um, I was going to say chips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> chips boring. is... No, chips is huge. It's not a good... It's not funny, though. <laughs> I like pie. I like the idea of eating like pie while sitting pie. on the grass. I like the idea... I guess I, I like the idea of someone who brings something fun, like chocolate-covered strawberries, to a picnic however i will say that specifically chocolate covered strawberries to me are sexual especially if you feed it to a girl and focus on her face and she's like lying on the ground in a weird way where her butt was sort of up yeah i don't know i i'm fascinated by you saying that's for your daddy jane like i don't actually know if that's true do you think that vanessa and zach efron are supposed to be really hot in it for the parents no i uh i mean it's hard it's hard to (laughs) it's hard to know okay I want to talk about the prom song because it's my second favorite song. I love the choreography. I think it's unfair that Vanessa Hudgens' dress is so cute and everyone else, including Taylor, (laughs) her dress is awful. Um, I love the choreography. I think it's so funny. I love how they're talking about how it's like the night of all nights and like it's this huge deal. I love it, yeah. It's so cute. And I wanted to ask Kaysen because I'm not sure we've discussed it. What are your thoughts on prom and what was your experience with prom? Oh, man. Okay, so I do want to say that I think this is the best choreographed song in the high school this is my favorite this is my favorite scene in all three movies it's it's (gasps) really really cool it's really good i must admit that the the prom dance is is very very cool the whole thing um and yeah okay so my prom i went so we i i was in utah um we went to so there's a place in up provo i went to i i was not rich but i i grew up in, in an area where lots of people were rich um so uh I we 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 had prom at this place called Sundance, which is where the, the Sundance Film Festival is. Whoa. Um yeah. Whoa. and so there was a there's a there's like a it's like oh okay, that's in Utah. I'm so stupid. <laughs> okay. There's it's up Provo Canyon and there's like it's like a ski lodge, but it's really, really fancy. And that's wow. that's where we we had well, that's where like the bigger dances that our high school had were were had like homecoming, I think was had there too, if I remember right. Um and it was I mean, it was really, really cool. It was really fun to, 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 to and I, and we had a, my, my senior prom, we got a limo Cute. and drove up to, to Sundance and it was like a huge group of, 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 of like basically all my, my pals and we, we went up there. It was really fun. Did you go to prom with May? I did. Wow. Yeah. Your current partner. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, can I ask what everybody wore to their senior prom specifically? Um, what did you? I wore a tuxedo with um. It was it was like I think it was a little too baggy for me. I don't think it fit me as well as like I think I would fit myself better now. Like I think if I were to wear like if I were to re redo a tuxedo, I think I would. I think I would fit. I think I would. I think I would find a better fit. You would personally tailor it better. (laughs) Nineties vibes is baggy baggy suits though, Jane. 
I wore, so my biggest thing is that I wore short dresses for all three proms I went to. Um, just, it just worked out that way. And I wore, um, there was this really popular prom dress style at the time where it was essentially a tube top, but it then had kind of a sheer fabric that went across one shoulder and tied across one shoulder. So it was, mm. it was sort of a one shoulder dress and it was a deep, beautiful green. And I actually really like that dress and I wish I could wear it, fit into it and have an excuse to wear it now. It sounds hot. Um, Thanks. I wore a black dress that I think was like a little, like similar to Vanessa's dress, like an empire waist. Yeah. But like, I actually realized like, I don't like those. <laughs> they're, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. They're not my fave. <laughs> but like, they look, they, they look cute on her, but it's just a very specific, like, it is very youthful. Like, childlike. I also, I went through a reactionary phase where I wore them a fair amount because, um, I went through a phase where I wore dresses over jeans, which she also does in Can I Have This Dance? Wow. And Empire Waist dresses kind of look like that. And then I was also reactionary about it because um, my evil ex, who is the good actor, like offhandedly one time was like looking at pictures of like celebrities or something and was like, oh, I don't think women look good in Empire Waist dresses. And then I like got mad. And you got him back. (laughs) You got him back by wearing those dresses. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, there's a few there's a few things I just want to cover quickly. The rehearsals they're having are chaotic and not realistic. There's there's people painting while they're singing and they're building. It's a hazard. Someone almost gets hurt. Um, but I do think it's pleasant to watch. Like I I get why they do it. Um I also think it's cuckoo crazy that there's a Stanford freshman program that Gabrielle is going to go to at the end of school and miss school and, and like start miss her graduation early, yeah. that that there's no way that exists. And if it does exist, you start in summer after high school's over. This doesn't exist, correct? Yeah. Well, so schools will have like spring, like spring weekend where you go, you're like an accepted student and you just go drink. Sure, sure. I, and yes, so, for like, a weekend. Something confusing to me was that as she was leaving... Her mom was also leaving. And so I was like, I wonder if the plan was, okay, go to the accepted students weekend and then just move to Palo Alto. (laughs) Like, I was like, wait, what? Why is she not going back? Like, why is her mom also packing up the house? There was some context that I also missed because there's a scene where she's leaving and the pictures on her wall are disappearing. And so clearly there's a bigger move happening than just her going to college. Kaysen, but why, you know. why does her mom have to go with her? Well, there's so much. I, I feel like this is like, there's a timeline error in this in this movie, I feel like, re- regarding Vanessa Hudgens' move to, to Stanford and the prom and the musical. Because I feel like early in the film, they say that, oh, she's going to be gone for two weeks for the musical, but she'll be back for prom. But then when he goes to visit her, he's there during the prom but then they make it back for the musical which doesn't make sense. <gasps> i was like you're so right oh gosh, you're so right error error. error also we need to talk about the junkyard scene because it's absolutely iconic and- yeah wait there's so many scenes okay one one last thing i wanted to say about the prom song which i think is called night to remember is that Corbin Blue is wearing a white tux with his name and number on the back, which I think is really cute and funny. Like good, <laughs> good theater, theater costume. It's bad, um, but it's funny. Like okay. it would never be something you would wear to prom, but it works for the scene. Right. Like this scene was like, I was like, they should pick this up on Broadway. I was like, this is <laughs> so fucking scene. good. But Nate was like, Nate was like, is Sharpay going with her brother? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, okay, Kaysen. Seems like it. Go go ham on the boys are back. It's so it's so fun. I, I I love this scene. I actually think it's 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 the most fun I have in the movie. The prom scene is the best choreographed. This is like so fun. I love that Corbin Blue and Zach Efron finally get a song where it's just them together. I also feel like Zach Efron and I'm into their relationship in this movie more than any other relationship. <laughs> Like, do you have another gay theory? I, I do. I do. <laughs> well, that, 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 that's assuming that Corbin Blue has been established as assuming that Chad is canonically bisexual from the last film. That is canonically bi. I do th- because we established in the baseball scene that you know he's canonically bisexual. That's what the whole movie. That's the whole song. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do course. think that the that they're kind of setting up this this sort of gay yearning with Chad is like sad that Tro- mm. Troy is leaving. In like a in in a, in, a, in a way that you know, like he even says he's like, you know, like they'll be they'll be like we'll be together, you know, we'll be together at, at U of A, and that's important. And and he's like so sad when Troy decides not to not to go with it. But I know, which is why I actually think Troy treats him pretty badly as a friend because they have this like friendship, they have these friendship moments throughout the movie, and then you know, not to jump to the end, but in the end, like he doesn't even tell. He doesn't really tell a lot of people before he, like, announces that he's going to go to Berkeley. Like, it's a surprise to the audience as well. So, like, I was like, I wish they had a conversation between, like, Troy and, um, what is his name? Chad. His name? Chad. Where he, like, says, like, Chad, it's, like, your turn to be the star. Like, you are going to be the basketball star. You're going to be the one, like, at this D1 school. Like, it's your time to shine. Like, that would have been, like, that's my little punch up. That's a that really good note. Because, like, Corbin Blue is, like, always in a shadow. And, like, the truth is, he's more committed to basketball. So That's so true. He, deser- he deserves to be the star. I guess in defense of... So, at the end, like, <laughs> Ms. Dubis <laughs> just asks what they're doing in the middle of the yeah, show. Yeah, we have to talk about that later. Yeah, but, yeah. but I think you're totally right where they could have had a conversation where he's sharing his con- conflict and Troy would be like, but I want to be with you. And he could be like, but... Wait, Chad would be like, I want to be with you. And Troy could be like, but maybe if I'm not there, you'll... You'll yeah, be set star. free and you'll fly yeah. et cetera, butterfly, et cetera. Well, I, especially because I feel like this this junkyard, like they're, they're, they're really trying to establish a, a Chad Troy thing in this movie much more than the other two. Like, I feel like the other two, Chad was more like a foil for like Troy's desire to be in the musical or whatever. Chad was just his friend, but he was mm. too afraid to tell. Oh, I just think that this movie like puts more emphasis on the Chad Troy relationship than the other two do, do especially since we get to see them as like, which is like, it's kind of weird, and I and I and it's funny to me that it's only for like a little, like tiny second where we see them as like little kids, like they like roll under. Oh yeah, it's so spooky. It's so weird. It's very it's very odd, but like I guess they, it was really important in this movie that they that they establish, like that this relationship has lasted a really long time, that they're like best pals. Unfortunately, this song really doesn't do it for me. I actually don't agree, and I don't have fun, and I like. <laughs> I like the baseball song from number two so much better. I really don't like that song. Um, I wrote, this is the extremely boring part of the movie where nothing is happening after Gabriella gets accepted because I don't like this part of the movie. But um, I did find something in this movie that I had not seen before, which is before they have their picnic in Gabriella's house, Troy <laughs> pretends he prank calls her that he's a pizza delivery guy. And I don't know if you notice <laughs> when she picks up the phone. <laughs> He says, hello, somebody order a pizza pie? Yeah, no, I noticed, but I wasn't sure what accent he was doing. I think he was just doing racist Asian. I don't know 
what he was doing. I feel so sad about it. I did not notice it in my previous viewings of this movie, and it was really a um a sad mark upon my memory of this franchise. <laughs> Cancelled. We're we're Canceled. saying it now. Um yeah. Cancelled. That's okay. No, uh, nothing I forgive, bad. I forgive them. <laughs> Should we move on? Yeah, okay. Sharpay takes over Gabrielle's duet with Troy. Troy and his father argue about which college he will attend, <laughs> and Troy drives to East High conflicted until he finally screams at the top of his lungs in the theater. <laughs> Witnessing this, Miss Darbus reveals that she was the one who sent his application to Juilliard. Troy gets a call from Gabriella saying that although she loves him, she's not coming to prom or graduation. However, on the day of the dance, Troy visits Gabriella at Stanford and they have their own dance. Meanwhile, Sharpay prepares for the musical at East High and Troy texts his teammate, Rocket Man, to be his understudy. We already knew that. Oh, to take over because he's going to be late for the show. How do we feel about the CGI basketballs? Love them. <laughs> Love it. Love I want it. more. There's just so many basketballs and it was so stupid. I don't like the song, but I love everything else. I love the CGI basketballs. I love that he's like, he's, he's the, the whole hallways rotating. And he's the whole yes, thing. Yeah. I love that. That's great. I love yeah, it. Yeah. It's like, um, I actually, there in, in the local mall in Manila, um, there was like this fun house where you could like walk in it and, you would sit in a chair and then like it the whole walls would rotate so you weren't sure if you were upside down or not because they would like trick you um and that's what i felt like and that's what i liked do you think that they built a hallway that turned and then had him do that or is there just some way easier no i think it's yeah i think it's movie magic you think it's movie magic all right so well i think it's stage magic you can just like paint the ceiling so that it looks like I don't know. I, I think, think it. I think they built something in a turn. I think they did too. Okay. I think Jane's right. I think I think he's he's in a he's in a moving hallway. I think. And I want to be there. Um, this is also notably a shirtless scene where he like removed. Like I I remember watching this with someone and they made a horny comment about it. Like he takes his shirt off and you can see like lower back and he looks really good. I know. I wish they like honestly he looks so good in this. Like I said, he was peak handsome in um. What's the scene that, or the song that Kelsey writes for them? He just looks so cute in it. The one that they like sing all the time, like they sing yeah, it like yeah, five but times. The first time they oh, rehearse it, and he's wearing like his shirt from movie one. Like they make him dress in the red and white shirt from movie one. Oh my god! That's but he's so like smart. hotter and like bigger now. So I'm like, wow, you look so cute. Um, he does say about Gabriella, she's knee deep in geniuses out there, which I didn't like. <laughs> She she's sucking and fucking her way through Stanford. <laughs> is that what we're supposed to get? Is that he's insecure, or or is I he just? Guess? It's just dialogue to fill up space. Because to me, I was like, of yeah, I guess. I mean, she's also smart. I don't know. I didn't get it. She's having a good time at Stanford. Um, I also don't understand what she says back to him, which is, "I can't be a little adult right now, Troy." This Can makes no that? sense. All <laughs> they wanted. They could have done this so much better because in her mind, she's like, I don't want to go visit you. I don't want to keep saying goodbye to you because we're going to see each other at prom. We're going to see each other at the show and then we're not going to be at college together. It doesn't line up with her saying I'm not ready to be a little adult right now. And they could have made this so much easier where she was like and clearer where she was like, we're not going to be together. It hurts too much to see you. I can't do this. But it's just so confusing. Confusing. I don't like or it. she or they could have given us a little explanation. She could have been like, actually, my mom also wants to move to California, so we're not coming back. <laughs> or she could have been like, 
I have a class to go to or I got invited to a really cool Stanford party. Sorry. Yeah, or it would make a little sense if she was like, I, there's like new social circles I'm trying to be part of here and they just seem cooler. <laughs> but what they wanted, what they wanted to have done is, is Zach Efron to go to her, but they could have done that better. I guess. I do think when he's sitting in the tree and he's like, took a wrong turn on the way to prom, like, it's a little anime for me. Like, <laughs> he's being like a little corked up in it. Um, oh, this is where she's wearing the unfortunate uh, dress over capri jeans. That's yeah. really funny that you Which described it as anime. <laughs> it really is. He's like crouching in the tree and he's like, I took a wrong turn. And then he's like, so do you. <laughs> it's like very anime to me. But I but I like that um Zach Efron's being a little silly and like leaning into it. I think it's I think it's cute. I, I will say that like this was a big risk, big risk for Troy on this because if if what if he had gone there and she's like, Yeah, I thought I said I didn't want to hang out with you anymore. Like, oh my god. Or she's she's doing the sucking and fucking. That would be so awkward. <laughs> she's knee, she's knee deep in geniuses. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what if she? I what? Well, what I was thinking was like, what if you were just like hanging out on your college campus? Because this is just like a spring semester of a college, and you're just like trying to make it through the spring, like trying to do midterms, and you like see these two doing this. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why is this high school boy in a tuxedo? <laughs> like that would be so funny and in fact like i hope it happened after this um i wanted to ask did you know anyone who did like a gap year or any other any other college situations other than like four year um yeah yes i know a lot i I, so i oh mormons (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so i i know a lot of people who took two years off to go on a mormon mission Wow. Where do they usually go? So they Okay, okay. So (laughs) let's talk about how Mormons get 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 called on missions, because this is kind of this is a very culturally very niche thing. They should have just made her a Mormon. Oh my god. She's like, I gotta go. That would have been easier. So Mormons, uh, they get so what happens is they they like submit their intent to serve a mission by like talking to their bishop I, I guess that's the best way to describe it but, f- well first they have to get like interviewed to, to like determine whether or not they're worthy to go on a mission and then they like to, to apply yeah. yeah so then they submit their intent to go and then the church in salt lake city just calls them somewhere they get no say in it the church just like sends them a letter and they open it and it's like you've been called to the wherever and like they just get sent somewhere um and it's like a big event. Like when people get their mission call, they like get all their friends and family together and you like go and they like, Wow, it's like drafting. It is. And they open the letter and they're like, all right, everybody, you've been called to the Bogota, Colombia mission or wherever it is. <gasps> but is it all, do, does everyone get the call in the same no, way? No, it's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely staggered. So like, you don't. Know. It's more like an immigration thing. Okay. Very interesting. Wait, um, do most people go abroad or are there missions in america in the united states i would say it's i i I would say that probably more people stay in the u.s now but like um like and and that was starting to be the case when i was like like based on my understanding of what's going on in mormon land now i think that most people get called to u.s missions but um no like people people sometimes get sent to paris they get sent to wherever but like sometimes people get really disappointed if like you're sent to like boise idaho or like yeah. Spokane, Washington or somewhere like that, like which sometimes happens and people are like, well, that's no fun. Or I knew this guy who was like, 
he first of all he's a climate change denier so i didn't like him but he um he studied chinese he was like one of the best like chinese speakers in our school just this like white mormon guy and he studied chinese like his whole academic life and they just like sent him to latin America. <laughs> yeah that oh, happened God. Yeah. it was like so upsetting all of us were sad with him honestly Kason, we did like, you Kason, did you ever consider doing a mission no or uh, were was, you not accepted yeah, i was i was already like definitely not mormon by by the age that it would have they would have been applicable to me so no got it i think it would have been badass if you like didn't get accepted also to me there's something sexy about going to boise idaho but they obviously <laughs> wouldn't be thinking about sex you know what i mean like these mormons Kaysen, aren't like let's go in the middle of nowhere and like fuck the locals did you know any uh did you know any women who went on a mission yes um my friend heidi who's who was an extra in this very film that we're talking about <laughs> In the third, in the third one? one, what scenes was she, she in? She went on a mission to the set. No, she, oh, I can't even remember where she went. But she she went on a mission. But she um, she's she's wearing a pink backpack. In so the scene where like Sharpay, it's like Sharpay's car is driving through like the parking lot. It's like at the very beginning of the movie. There's like a girl wow. in the background who's like does like kind of a little waddle with a pink backpack and then like says hi to her friends. That's my friend. We'll have to screenshot Would her. Would she appreciate you describing her walk as a waddle? <laughs> oh, That's kind of what it looks like. I don't know. Okay. Um, Jane, did you know anyone who took gap years or anything like that? Yeah. Well, first of all, I was this close to going on a gap year. This close oh, I didn't know that. to going okay. to like Israel, which is a long story. Ooh, different okay. different life. <laughs> um, but my good friend with Brown, he went to Senegal for an entire year, which is pretty badass. Well, um, <laughs> you're what like, was he, okay. like trying to do there no 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 you just I'm, lived with like, a host family i kind of forget what he did but he learned he the, just wanted the to language do, like, a cultural exchange. it was pretty yeah. cool um that was the most notable one i didn't know any i don't think i knew anyone who took a gap year from my high school which is really sad and normie um i i did know people who i went to college with who had taken a gap year and most notably one of them who was like one of the most like powerful women i've ever met um she had a twin and like she took a gap year and the twin didn't and it was like the first time in their lives they were like living apart and then like now like their whole lives sort of happened in like a you know one year off different because like her twin then went to grad school too i don't know it was like such an interesting way to be like i am going to set myself free from my twin (laughs) like dislodge the timeline even um i mean her twin didn't end up going to the same college either but yeah i thought that was really interesting and i also thought like the two people i met who'd taken gap years were just like way cooler and like more mature and just like normal yeah gap years are generally good i mean obviously to travel somewhere you're wealthy but i think a gap year just to work is really really good and i I wish or I had a gap year for sports. I, I when I was in middle school I wanted to do a gap year and just like ride horses. Um well, that, I mean that would be nice. But, um my parents did not like that. But what would you you would just ride horses and not study your work? <laughs> so you would you would um so working working student scenarios are where you you like work for the you work for the stable oh, and you like live on the farm. Yeah, that fucking And rocks. in exchange you like get lessons and you like get to compete with this like trainer. But you like basically work your ass off all day, like physically. Um, and that was like the fantasy, right? But then my parents were like, "No, you're not doing that." I think at at some point they told me they like considered like, "Oh, are we being like, should we consider this?" And they were like, "No." <laughs> it's very. It does sound. They were amazing. like, "Who knows what will happen to her on this farm?" They were also worried I would be like, I don't know, like knee deep in horse 
back riding. You, you would you would fuck you know? the locals. Okay, just a few comments on the movie. You can't apply for someone else to college. I don't. I think that you have to submit personal information, like maybe even your social security. I don't know if that's true. You can't su- apply for someone else, and to do it is not okay. Uh, I noticed that they <laughs> use the word vibey, and I'm wondering if this is like a very early use of Whoa. the word vibe. Oh, maybe I just maybe I, I just don't know that. the history of vibes. But Rocket Man says vibey, um, oh. and then I do have the note: Rocket Man is a real dud for me. So just to reiterate that, not a fan of him, and that's it. I noticed vibey too. I was like, did he just say vibey in 2008? Rocket Man is like ahead of his time. <laughs> Rocket Man, he yeah. Sucks. Um, well, I think he's saying it in like a 70s way, maybe. I don't know. Like, I think they said it in the 70s. Like, I feel like in Mad Men they say it, but it means something different. Um, I was going to say with the college thing, I do think that for some like select, like, for example, performing arts programs, your theater teacher could like if they especially if they had a prior relationship with the with the admissions office, they could be like, hey, I have some promising seniors like I'll tell you about. But obviously you can't like submit an application on behalf of someone without like a social but i will say maybe in the 90s you could you know <laughs> it was so different back then <laughs> no i truly think maybe you could because like this is just like in so i think this is in a lot of 90s movies where like somebody else applies for someone and like parents apply for their kids and stuff and i think number one college admissions used to be super simple like you used to just submit a piece of paper in the mail and have their full name on it and that's it and then also, like, you know, like, it just used to be easier to get into college. So I definitely think, like, I, I think, like, guidance counselors used to just, like, apply for you, basically. This, this is making me realize that, like, people used to apply by mail, which, like, like that's, yeah. that's yeah. wild. To, like, like, obviously, that's true. And that, that, that should, should have been obvious to me earlier. But, like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I had to send some stuff by mail. Yeah. Not all of it, but some stuff. Um which was weird because I was in another country. Okay, let's go to the end. Okay, it's showtime. Rocket Man performs with Sharpay and embarrasses her, although the audience applauds. Troy and Gabriella appear during the second half of the show and sing their duet together. Tiara? Tiara? What the fuck? Tight. <laughs> Betrays Sharpay, telling her she will take over the drama department next year. Sharpay ultimately joins Tiara's performance and upstages her as payback. At the end of the musical, Miss Starbus reveals that both Kelsey and Ryan have won the Juilliard Scholarship, which I guess she just found out about minutes earlier because they're watching the show. And Troy reveals he has chosen to attend the University of California, Berkeley, to be close to Gabriella, play basketball, and perform in theater. During the play, Chad... Oh, yeah, during the play, Chad runs out, and Troy runs after him for a quick bro talk. At the graduation ceremony, Troy gives the class speech, and everyone celebrates. Okay, so the the fact that Troy gets into Cal Berkeley is just... I think as we've established in the previous episode, the fact that Troy gets everything just really just grinds my gears. It really just, it gets, it gets under my skin. But we're supposed to- For sure. We're supposed to sympathize with this character who like, like his, his conflict seems to be that he's too good at everything. But um, I mean, Cal Berkeley is like the most prestigious college in the West outside of like- It is a really fucking good school. Yeah. Like it's like Harvard. Yeah. Like it's like extremely like, you know, I mean it's not quite Harvard, but it's it's equivalent. So it's like, of course, he can just, you know, he, he just like on a whim decides, you know what, I'll just go to Cal Berkeley. <laughs> like it's Well, I think I think maybe the sports have something to do with it. Cause I think like 
if he's truly being hounded for sports scholarships, then like they could have had him. I'm saying he's dumb. Like they, there's no way he got in there because of his grades, right? Yeah, like it's, is it ever is it ever even established that Troy is like good at school? Like I don't think that's ever that. Can Troy graduate? Yeah, I don't know. He gives the class speech, so I guess can Chad graduate? He's popular, <laughs> like. Or they have one friend group. They have one friend in the friend group that's like super dumb. Yeah, because the Miss Darvis is like, "Good job, you did it." Such a bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This whole, like, uh, this can whole that play, person graduate? <laughs> this whole play is confusing to me. The plot. I don't know if there is one. It's very inside baseball. Like everyone is watching it. I was like, "Yay, Troy!" Like they know his his inner struggles. So I would find that the the audience would not enjoy this play, kind of like the Euphoria one, where you sort of realize, oh, this <gasps> is this is this is about other people, like that has nothing to do with me. Um, and Sharpe took the news that she wasn't going to Juilliard very well. Yeah, I do think so. Some notable things here. I do think it's funny when Sharpe is performing like the Yasified version of like the boring song <laughs> that Kelsey wrote, like. <laughs> I do think it's very funny. She's she's killing it. Um, but I agree that. So I think like it, we're supposed to believe she. She's sort of like okay, maybe I maybe I if I behave badly. So like the choice for her is like if she comes on stage and ruins this girl's performance, then like nobody goes to Julie or she's not going to Juilliard and like this girl isn't either because she's a freshman or whatever. But like she's kind of like, I can't let this girl upstage me. Like, I have to go and, like, show her who's boss. And, like, I care about that more. And she does that, which is stupid. But I do think it's good that Ryan wins Juilliard. Like, I think he should. He's, like, the only normal, talented person in the school. Um, But, yeah. So she basically chooses, I want to make a point and, like, haze this freshman over, like, you know, impressing the judges. Got Um, it. So she's, yeah, I think that's what we're supposed to say. Yeah. And I'm I'm happy for her there where, like, you know, we thought this girl was just going to perform Sharpay's song and then, like, Sharpay comes. Like, I think it's cute. Tiara like also, it. Tiara sings with a she's British bad. accent. And she sounds bad. Yeah, she says, she says, let's dawn. She's the only I, person in history which I who love. sings with a British accent. I definitely sing along to it every time. Let's dawn. Like, big fun. Let's dawn. <laughs> like, imagine this person <laughs> heading the next high school musical. She, it would just be, like, so unpleasant. Uh, okay, the last song is my favorite song of all of High School Musical. I think the choreography is awesome. Really? Okay, it's so catchy and it's so fun. I, I will say before we get to, because the last song is really fun, but I feel like Troy's speech that he gives is like, it's a little too meta. It like it like the fact that he says, and you know, we really are all in this together. <laughs> in this- I know. It's also like, there's something about the way that they line everyone up. First of all, Nate was like, it seems like it's draft day. Like, why are they announcing everybody's colleges and majors? But also, like, they're acting like they're going to f- terminate all these people's contracts with the Disney Channel. And, like, this is their last like, it does seem like day that. To, like, to work together. Like, they're never going to see each other again. Like, it seems like they're leaving, like, the Survivor, like, island. Like, that's what that's what the vibe is. And I think maybe because of that, I sort of like switch off during this part of the movie and then I like don't have as much appreciation for the last song Jane because I got, I just sort of like is a weird lead up to it. Um, but I will say like at this part of the movie, I was just like watching the movie like I wasn't taking notes. You should just <laughs> listen to the song. Also, the, the I, don't like it as, I don't like it as much as I don't like it as much as the prom song. The prom song to me is like 
peak like peak of this movie and it is like a broadway scene and like it's amazing but i will say like the the last song is probably they have a dance tutorial uh for it somewhere that like we should probably learn oh my god yes let's absolutely learn that (laughs) (laughs) i would i would learn the prom choreography too like it's so good um did anybody you know any of you play on a college sports team no go to go to school i ran oh in college absolutely not no uh, I, I mean, I know someone vaguely, but I wasn't friends with her. She went to Fordham for soccer, which is kind of badass. That is badass. Also, like, to be recruited for soccer is, like, a huge, like, hot girl thing to do. Yeah, she was part of that crowd. Mm-hmm. Also, I kind of wish I went to Fordham. Anyway, Ooh, what about you? Um, I knew, um, I knew a couple people that, like, I met them in college and, like, they had come to school like on a sports scholarship and then did it for like one semester and then they were like i don't want to like i like don't want to do this like it's it's really intense it's just like so much of my time yeah yeah so i knew people who did that for track i knew people who did that for football um i knew actually some the person i'm thinking of who like came on for football and then left football in college he actually went back to football as an adult and now he's like an assistant coach somewhere which is super which is like a huge huge deal like can't believe that he decided to do that with his career, but he's back to, like, intense football forever and ever. Um, and then uh, Nate, my husband, um, did cheer in high school and college. But that's that's a little different where you don't get recruited. Um, and then I, I rode horses in college, but also not the same thing. You don't really... You don't really get recruited for it. However, equestrian was technically a varsity sport and cheer was not. Ooh. So I like to make a lot of jokes. Um about me being the varsity athlete in the relationship. For sure. <laughs> we also get like a varsity sweater, and oh, so like cute. I think I've seen that. I, you bet I wear that. I around. like that sweater. And I'm like, oh, you don't have one. <laughs> one time when I was in college, I the, the, we had like the star quarterback on the on the, the football team, and one time I was in the library and he was and he like came in to study in the library and he like asked if he could sit next to me and I was like. <gasps> Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, was he hot? Let's t- let's talk. Oh about yeah, yeah, him. he was very cute. Uh, Chucky Keaton was his name. Uh, Chucky wow. Keaton, a hot, a hot, confident man who is called Chucky by his peers. <laughs> like that is like something else. Like to pull that off and not be a nerd. Wow. I think I think that was the only thing. That was the only time we ever interacted. But then I I definitely like ran back home and was like my my roommate Nate. I was like Nate, guess what. I just sat by Chucky Keaton in the library. And oh my god. I would absolutely feel the same. <laughs> it was it was very and he was, yeah. I mean, we were our football team was never good. We were like famously the not good football t- school in, in Utah. But when he played with us, we were like pretty good. Like for like for like the first yeah. time, like we like did pretty well and we beat BYU and we beat Utah, which were like the, the Hell other, yeah. You were like, yeah, beat BYU. <laughs> <laughs> um I did know um uh people that went to duke and duke is like this huge basketball school and so they had people like on their freshman floor who became like fucking nba players like that's like insane for me to think about um anyway but the point is troy is not as good as any of these people he's not even like convincingly good enough for me at basketball and he doesn't deserve all the good things that come to him although maybe chad does yeah i think think the most emotionally poignant scene in the film is the chad troy scene where like he has to like tell chad that it'll be 
okay that he's going to another school, which like, I think Jane said earlier, like, it's weird that they hadn't had that conversation until like, just now, like, so super odd. weird, but like, mean, bad yeah, friend. Troy was, Troy does not impress me in this movie. He's, he, he, does, he makes a lot also, of bad choices. Everyone else is like really like has big dreams and Gabriella doesn't. Like her dream is to like go to Stanford, which she's already accepted. I think so, that's like, kind of a big dream. Doesn't dream, she want to be a scientist? Her dreams her dreams end at college. Oh. No, no, no. But like like Sharpay is like, I wanna be like a big star on Broadway or whatever. I wanna win a Tony. And she like in her song, she's like, think bigger, think bigger. Like, what's the next big thing? Um, Taylor, who we hate, wants to be the next wants to be a president um chad wants to be in the nba um troy like troy and gabriella don't have dreams <laughs> i think gabriella is the healthiest she's the healthiest one in my mind like t- one really? step at a time one step at a time yeah but i i think like the it's weird that in the movie i guess ryan doesn't have a dream either because he's or in the Kelsey. shadow he's the or rock Kelsey. He's the rock, but you can't have, they're siblings. They're not dating. They, they're they still a couple. They're still an iconic couple. So there is a Wait, rock so and a star. Let's review. So he goes to Juilliard. Kelsey goes to Juilliard. There's some insinuation that like, like Sharpay is like, Ryan, you should charm Kelsey. And every, all the audience is like, well, he's gay. So that doesn't matter. Um, Kelsey like winks at him when she's playing piano later. I don't know what that means. Maybe she's like, haha, I know you're gay. She seems like someone who would fuck a lot of gay guys in college. So <laughs> it's just the beginning. Yeah, it's just the beginning for her. Um also Sharpay goes to the same school as Chad, it sounds like. Um, but she is helping with high school theater. Yeah, she's gonna stay local because that's what I mean. Like this is like a backdoor pilot. Like she was gonna come back for a TV show and teach people or something. I would watch like a Glee style like thing where it's like her as the Mister Shoe. <laughs> I mean, there is High School Musical: like, The Musical psycho. The Serious, which is really good. Yeah, we should watch it. I actually thought about putting it on after this. Um, but anyway, okay. Um. But I did wanna I did wanna ask, um, when you think about this movie and you think about graduation, do you like remember partying like at graduate or like jumping around like at graduation itself? I think I was just so warm. Like I was it was too warm. Yeah. <laughs> graduation was definitely like, like it was it was really I think I was in the choir and I think we sang at graduation. So like I had to like move around a lot and I, I, after it was over, I definitely wanted to leave. But the coolest thing that my high school did like for the seniors around graduation was like, I think the, the like a couple nights before graduation, they did a, they did, they do like an all night sleepover in the high school. All the seniors get to go to the high school and the high school oh my God. is open for 24 hours and you just chill out in there and they play laser tag. Like they turn the entire. Whoa. They're lucky. They're lucky. A lot of you are. <laughs> they turn the entire upper floor into like a laser tag arena at the high school. So we would do that, and they and they had like. I mean, yeah. If this was this, I think that they stopped doing this because of sex. I'm pretty sure people ah. end up having sex because they also brought in yeah. like bouncy houses. They had like whole bouncy houses in the in the gym. It was all, and there was no supervision. Like it was all just like like here you go, seniors, have fun. Wow. But as far as I know, they don't do this anymore. And I think that the reason is because people got people, people had sex, which fair enough. Yeah, there would be people conceived. There would be people conceived there. (laughs) (laughs) 
that that's what I'll say. But that sounds really cool. And my school didn't have anything like that. They just wanted us off campus so they could clear the clean the gym. Um, and I just remember being really warm. However, I did also sing a song. I think we sang. I think the choir sang. Um, I hope you dance. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, my graduation so was really tame the only thing i really remember is that some girls were crying and i was kind of like i don't i don't really feel like crying but uh yeah pretty tame my uh i mean to close the loop on me talking about my ex all episode <laughs> my big um my big memory from graduation high school graduation is that when i was getting in my car he was like running up to us because he wanted to like say sorry to me one last time and i like had the decision to be like do i like get back out of the car and like accept the apology and like hug him or do i just like close the door and we like drive off and i close the door <laughs> whoa i was like nope and uh i'm gonna stick with that decision i think it was just like too warm and everyone was too tired and everyone was glad to go home you know that's bold yeah uh should we wrap up yes okay we've come to the end where we each answer three questions unrelated to my ex-boyfriend um the first question case then you can go first is is this movie good or bad? I think it's bad. <laughs> I think it's good. <laughs> um, I would say it's it's a little bit good. I think that it, of the three, is good at uh, doing cool stuff with the camera and with, like, theater sets. And that's why I'll say it's good. Um... It suffered from having the same person write the script for all three. If I, if I, because because I, 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 I remember that I said the second one was bad, and that that was really really difficult for me to say. So this one I definitely like less than High School Musical two. So I have to say, bad. Wow. But um, I think that my my biggest critique of it is that it seems like a rewrite of High School Musical one in a lot of ways, in the sense that like it's the same mm. conflict that Troy has, where he's like, oh, I want to be good at musicals but I also want to play basketball and like a lot of the character growth that we supposedly had in the first and second movies is like implied but not but like we're having the same conflicts we're having the same conversations that's so is true having yeah. the same kind of like you know oh I want you to go to U of A and so I, I felt like it feels unfulfilled for me with like the rest of the two films that we had and I also think that the that the, the songs in this one are not quite as good as they were in High School Musical 2 and High School Musical 1. So I think that I think this one is bad. But I will say that the prom scene in particular is the best. It's the best choreography they do. And it's really, really worth seeing. That's a good point that even Gabriella is having a repeat of her High School Musical 1 um, dilemma because in High School Musical 1, something she sort of says at the beginning and then never talks about again is like, She's like, I'm tired of moving all around. I'm just going to, like, put my head down, like, not form any attachments to anyone and get out of here because um, it's, like, my last two years. Um, and so, like, she kind of, like, goes back into that mode a little bit in this movie, but I totally forgot it because she doesn't really have a true character arc. Um, the next question is, did you like watching this movie? Yes, I did. Yeah, I liked it. I think I kind of never need to see it again because I have seen it a lot. But it was enjoyable. I agree. I would watch, like, YouTube clips of some of it. I do think, like, I would, like, Zac Efron looks good. Like, I would watch more Zac Efron stuff. I think, like, the Baywatch remake with him in it is quite funny. And, oh, like, good. really? With the, ro- with the Rock in him. Mm. Yeah. It's just, like, a nice, like, whatever movie, <laughs> you know? 
to like you could like watch it with like i don't know your parents or something or just like people you don't know very well you it's, watched like, very, baywatch like, with your parents <laughs> no i think i'm associating like because it's a little bit of like an action comedy mm. with like the rock um like they they like have shenanigans with jet skis and like my dad loves that shit you know <laughs> um yeah my dad likes a movie that has shenanigans with jet skis and like some jokes like making fun of like an annoying woman <laughs> i really okay. like the idea that there's um, a list of films with shenanigans with jet skis because i can already think of another one because <laughs> yeah that, there's exactly. a couple of those like that is like that's like so my dad's <laughs> type of movie okay the last question is what type of teen is this movie for that's that that's a really hard question because i think i said for high school musical too i said it's for like the drama teens um yeah i mean i think that's a fair i think that's probably true movies. here too but i also think that like at this point there has been the, the the film series has established a high school musical team. This movie is for the rest of the teens that watch the other ones that really need to see senior year. You know, it's this movie is it's basically fan service for the fans. That's sort of true. I think we've talked about other series where I've, I've felt the same way, maybe like Twilight or something where who goes and watches the third high school musical by itself without any of the context like that would be you'd be mentally ill in my mind so i agree it's for a high school musical teen i think i agree with that i think that the only exception is when it's like 2010 2011 and you're in the choir room and uh the teacher is called out sick so you guys have to figure out a movie to watch so or you're dating someone who needs to watch it oh yeah i do think i do think that's true would i watch it over drumline actually now no but at the time yes i guess i have to watch drumline Kason, what are you watching these days? That's not. Oh nice. my gosh! Okay, this is perfect because I last episode I said I watched the Kenobi show. I just watched Andor, the Star Wars <gasps> show on Disney Plus. It's so fun. good. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, I this is the fir- this is the best Star Wars content since Rogue One, in my opinion. It's wow. really, really good. And I think, um, and I was like really hesitant because I I'm so mad at at Disney and what they've done with Star Wars so far. But people kept telling me they're like, no, Andor's really good. So I, I I watched it and I was like, dang it, it is really good. <laughs> Disney is a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably gonna watch it at some point because I like Drogue One and people said if you like Drogue One, yeah. yeah. Um my I had a friend who was like complaining about it because he was like, I thought it was good. It's just like it's not Star Wars. Like there's no Yoda, there's no lightsabers. And I was like, Oh, that makes sense. Like if you really want to just like see Jedi fighting, like yeah, that might it's not be the so, one, it's, you know? it's 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 just like a good yeah and it's like it's like i think it's more explicitly political than star wars typically gets like it's very much like yeah we're fighting a fascist government like here's how that would work like it's very like antifa the series it's good i know i like that but it's also like it's disney yeah like it makes me feel so weird like what does it mean that the big machine is letting us make these okay whatever um jane what are you watching the only thing of note, I guess, is Nick Kroll's stand-up special, which is perfectly fine. <laughs> I don't know. We just, we just, we're so, we drove from Virginia and then back from Virginia. We were so tired. So we threw that on and a lot of it was good. And then some of the jokes he made, I was like, we've heard that a million times, but I do like him. Like overall, I like him. So sorry, that's not a very enthusiastic answer, but that's what I watched. I would maybe watch that. Um, I don't, I might start listening to stand-up sets. Um or stand-up specials, um, just the audio in, like, the car, like a podcast. Because I just, like, never want to sit down and, like, like, I never, cho- I would never choose to sit down and watch that over, like, a movie. But I like to go to shows 
that are sad. Anyway, whatever. Um, I have a hard time because I, I like comedy, but I just don't want to watch it on the TV. Okay. Um, I mostly, like, watched people playing video games, like, over the past few days. Like, I didn't really... Last week, I watched, like, three movies, and now I watch zero. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I caught up on White Lotus. Um, I like it. I like all the memes being made about our girl, uh, Haley Lou Richardson's outfit. I'm happy to see one of our teen movie stars in a big budget, you know, like, prestige, prestige TV show. It's very exciting. What do we think about how she's doing, Jan? I'm really proud of her. I feel like this is, like, the best, the the best next step. I mean... In a, in a okay. way, TV is more important than movies, so, oh yeah, I'm happy for her. I'm not sure I understand, like, what she's doing acting-wise, but it might also be, like, the direct, like, what they're trying to do with the character. But Jane and I had a lot of discussions, for example, about who was hot in the show. Um, <laughs> Kason, are you watching my no, actually, I actually don't think That's I know okay. who Haley Lou Richardson is, either, so this is, like... That's also okay. I think I have to re-look <laughs> that up. <laughs> I don't think you would unless you watched. Which was her movie? Five, Jane? Feet, was it apart. five feet apart. Oh, yeah. I, okay, yes, I, rem- I remember. You guys, five feet I remember. Yeah, I remember you talking about five feet apart. Um. Yeah. There's actually so there's two you know teen movie stars in it. There's her, and then there's Theo James, who's our uh, divergent guy, who I also think is doing an amazing job. Like he, that one, I'm like he's better as an adult than Absolutely. as a teen. Well, because like, he was always an adult. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's he all he clearly like paid some money to some good people to take acting classes, you know. <laughs> or it's just which is what you should do. Or it's just that he's better at playing a dick. <laughs> no, no, he definitely had acting classes. Um, Kason, thank you so so much for coming on to talk about this movie. We are so happy that you could close out High School Musical. Chapter oh my gosh, it was such an honor to be here, and I just want to say that. Under the Bleachers has been one of the absolute highlights of my life, and I've loved it so much. I'm, I'm really, I'm <laughs> so honored on. to be here, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm here to support you both, no, no matter what you end up doing after this. But like, this has been absolutely just such a joy for the last two years, and I just think that you guys are hilarious and fun, and so much fun to listen to. You're so sweet, Kazen. And if there's ever a High School Musical four, we will reunite and do another episode is there anything you should do the halloween one <laughs> that would be oh, absolutely please. great <laughs> is there anything that you want to plug or say or just anything else you want to say oh uh <laughs> read my she-ra fanfics <laughs> that's all yeah, i got we're all gonna got link it we're gonna link it in the um, episode description and yeah uh if you're in if you're in burlington keep your eye out because i might be playing some more live music i'm playing this week which will probably be too late but you know, sometime. Keep an eye out. Kaysen is playing some music these days. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. Kaysen is playing music. <laughs> Kaysen, um, are you playing any Arctic Monkeys songs? Lately? No. Okay. Really. So the, the show I'm playing this week, it's 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 Shrek songs. It's all the it's music from the from the Shrek Wait, film series. Really? <laughs> yeah. Accidentally in love. Yeah, I'm playing. I'm playing All Star. I need a hero. I'm a believer. Uh. Accidentally in love, Hollywood. Someone that was- <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, I was gonna say, Hall- oh my god, that's incredible, and I would love to go. Um, Jane, do you want to say what the upcoming movie is? It is our final movie. It's Bring It On. It's Bring It On, and it will definitely be our final movie. Uh, guests, the guests are usually the reason we have to reschedule things and do other movies. But we love them. Blame it on them at the end. <laughs> yeah. 
No, but um, if for something, let's say Jane and I get get COVID together or something the day before or something like that, we will just postpone the episode, but we'll still do the movie. We'll still do that movie. We will not end without talking about Bring It On, basically. Correct? Correct. The other thing that Bleacher teens should know is that Jane and I are going to spend like the longest time apart that we've ever spent. No, that's not even true. <laughs> is Is it not true? Well, the well, we didn't live in the same state for like a year. That's true. But I guess like this is the farthest distance that we have spent. He's just going to Manila more than a week. I don't even know how to like say this superlative. Um, and the podcast is ending. So like, what are we gonna do? Like, are we even gonna see We're each other? We're gonna post breakfast. <laughs> Jane's solution is everybody has to post breakfast in their respective time zones, but not dinner. No posting. I mean, dinner. you can post dinner, but you must post breakfast. It's going to be really boring for me because I eat the same thing every day and it's blue bl- blueberry oatmeal, which looks gray. Why don't you um make uh, letters with the blueberries and you can spell out like a like a, a, a note of desperation? Okay. That was Under the Bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button, whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review. And please share us with a high school musical loving friend. And a high school musical loving teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at Bleacher Teens. Okay, we will see you next time. Under the Bleachers!